Hello and welcome to week three of the Cleveland Browns Big Recon pregame show. I am your host, I am the Big Recon, and today is September 28th, 2020, or 27th, excuse me, 2020. I got week three, Browns, and what I am affectionately calling the artist, the formerly known as Redskins Washington football team. So first we're going to start with a little uh, wrap up of last week's uh, game, week two win against the Cincinnati Bengals, and then we'll dive into uh, this week's game against Washington. So last week, this is the offense we all envisioned. Baker Mayfield running out of the pocket on play action, hitting Odell and hitting Jarvis and all the rest of his aerial weapons on the play action, out of the pocket, very accurate, high QBR, great completion percentage. Did throw a pick, which unfortunately with Baker, we're going to have to expect some of those. But my favorite part of the day was the play of the two lines, both the offensive and defensive. Miles Garrett was an absolute beast on Thursday night, as was the Browns offensive line. They are doing the things they could not do last year, which is protect Baker Mayfield. He only had nine pressures in all of his dropbacks last week. And as a matter of fact, I think that nine pressures is over the two weeks. And most of that was against Baltimore. So the Browns righted the ship to go one and one. The big players of the game were the backfield. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt combined for over 200 yards on the ground. Chubb with 124 on, I believe it was 22 carries. Nick Ch- or Kareem Hunt, 86 yards on 10 carries and a touchdown. Chubb had two, and actually Kareem Hunt had one receiving and one running. So the Browns were led by their running backs in their offensive line, which is how this team is going to win. If the Browns control the line of scrimmage, especially on the offensive side of the ball, they are going to be a tough team to beat with that stable of backs they have. Chubb and Hunt, both of whom at one point or another have led the league in rushing during a season. Of course, Chubb got screwed out of it by Freddie Kitchens at the end of last year, and Hunt led the league in rushing as a rookie for Kansas City. These boys are in our backfield. All the noise on the outside talking about, oh, Odell's not happy, this one's not happy. Everybody understands this team will go as far as the running backs are going to carry them. So let's see how far these running backs carry them. So coming into this week, we have a couple of Ohio State favorites coming in. Actually, three of them. Last year's number two overall pick, Chase Young, who has been an absolute monster coming off the end for this Washington team. He's got two and a half sacks already. He made a couple of huge plays in week one against Philadelphia. You have Terry McLaurin, who, by the way, Browns fans, when I get into it in a minute, Terry McLaurin is is um, responsible for 33% of Washington's total offense. That's an insane number. And with Denzel's uh, availability up in the air as of now, I haven't seen if he's playing or not, the Browns are going to have their hands full. And of course, the quarterback who set all the records at Ohio State in the in his final and really only season as a starter, Dwayne Haskins, of course, playing quarterback for them. Had a really good week one and a not-so-great week two, uh, which is why they're one and one. They beat Philly in week one, and they beat Arizona in week two. So what's the key to this game? It's very, very simple. The key to this game is who controls the line of scrimmage. Washington has an elite pass rush. They They kept Kyler Murray off his mark all during week two. They harassed Carson Wentz in week one. This is a team that's going to go as far as their defensive front will take them. The Browns are also a line-driven team, and this is the offensive line. We have seen in Weeks 1 and 2, two different teams, yes, in Baltimore and Cincinnati, but we saw in Week 2 just how good these guys can be. 
Jedrick Wills has been an absolute revelation, and he's played phenomenally at that left tackle spot after converting from right tackle at Alabama. The key to this game is controlling the line of scrimmage plain and simple. And I know, oh, everybody says it's key to every football game. That's different here. If you can control that pass rush, and Arizona did it by running the football, you can keep Washington on the field to tire them out. They don't have a whole lot of weapons in the secondary, and their linebacking core is good, not great. The Browns faced a great linebacking core in Week 1 and a not-so-good one in Week 2, so this one's kind of like in the middle. This team can make some noise, but what you have to do is you have to control the line of scrimmage. And if you control both, as we saw both at Ohio State last year and early this year, if you put Dwayne Haskins off his mark, he's not as good a quarterback as he was when he can sit there and pick you apart. Dude's got a cannon, plain and simple. But the other thing is this. They don't have a great running game. Their running back has 91 yards on the season in two games, so averaging roughly 45 and a half yards uh, a game. They let go of Adrian Peterson, who, yes, he's up there in age, but he was still a productive back even into last year, and he's been pretty productive this year with Detroit. The Browns can win this game pretty easily. I firmly believe that. But again, control the line of scrimmage. Let your offensive line eat, and let that dynamic running back duo that the Browns have just absolutely tear up this Washington defense. Arizona won last week because Kyler Murray was able to run the ball a little, their running backs were able to run the ball a little, and that opened up the passing game when they needed it. Washington got a lot of their pressures on actual just straight passing downs. When they had the option with the play action, which if you watched last week, Baker was huge in, they were able to actually complete the passes downfield. If you give them too much time to get around the rush, Baker will be running for his life again. And unfortunately, he's done it way too much in his short career. This could be a very easily won game, in my opinion. Something to keep in mind. The Browns are a seven-point favorite going into this game. And my buddy Nick, who I hope will watch this at some point in time, sent me a little stat last week, or I'm sorry, on Friday night. Browns' five wins in their last 34 home games are by eight points or more, and they're a seven-point favorite going into this one. I don't know what Vegas knows. But I like the Browns to win this game. When I did my schedule prediction, you can go back on the video and it's highlighted. I had the Browns winning this game. I had them winning it pretty handily, actually. Look for the Browns to cover the spread this week. I was wrong last week and boy, did it annoy me. Sorry, needed a sip there. Um, and it was a garbage time touchdown that, that cost them the, uh, the cover. But in all seriousness, the... Um, the seven points this week, I like it only because I think the Browns can play keep away. They can run the football. They can own the line of scrimmage. They can own the game as long as they play the way they did last week. Get a little reinforcement as A.J. Green and Mac Wilson have are both expected to play. Uh, Wilson coming back from that knee injury. Uh, A.J. Green was the guy who got a lacerated kidney or liver. So, lacerated kidney during uh, training camp. With Terry McLaurin responsible for 33% of the Washington offense, the Browns need all the help they can get in the secondary. McLaurin is still running crossing routes like he did at Ohio State. And that's where Mac Wilson in the middle is going to help. Because now you have the dynamic linebacker who can cover a little bit in a zone scheme. And if you're playing straight up and Denzel's healthy and able to play, you're putting your best corner on Terry McLaurin. You're going to follow him all day. 
As you saw last week against A.J. Green, Denzel was phenomenal. A.J. Green did not have a good game Thursday night. Doesn't matter. I think he only caught like three balls when Denzel was face up on him. So the Browns have a clear blueprint and path to win this game. Will they win this game? I firmly believe so. If I'm doing score prediction, which I'm actually going to start doing this week, 24-10 Browns, they win by two touchdowns. Look, this can get them to 2-1 for the first time since 2011. They can then build on this as their schedule doesn't get much, much harder as we go. Uh, believe it or not, the Browns have the 29th hardest schedule in the NFL after week two, which is the second easiest schedule in the game going forward. This could be a springboard to a better season. So if you look at them going forward here, you got Washington this week, in Dallas next week, home for the Colts the week after, uh, Big Ben and the Idiots in Pittsburgh the week after that, and then the Bengals again on the tw- on the 25th of October. You know, they've got some games in a row. They get their bye week right in the middle of the season after week eight. After playing, the it's the Bengals and home for the Raiders and home for the Texans. They If they can get to 5-3 and three at the break, they can probably get to 10 wins. But you start with today, and you start with a Washington team that's being built around a quarterback who is not who is more prototypical pocket passer than he is scrambler. He is a one major target guy with less of a running game than you have seen in the first two weeks. They, I don't think Joe Mixon is a, is a bad back, but they held him down pretty good last week. The guy Washington has, who I don't even know his name, and that's, that's on me, um, he's not as good as Joe Mixon. You'll get 91 yards in two games against, really, defenses that aren't built to stop the run, in Arizona and Philly. Bottom line is I'm trying to keep the pregame one a little short. 24 to 10 Browns, I believe today. I think the defense will get boosted by the bat, by the returns of AJ Green and Mac Wilson, and I think the Browns' offensive line can keep the running game moving and open up the play action pass for Baker. So we got a special treat today for everybody watching. Come on back in 12 hours. 9 o'clock tonight, Alex, Tone, and I will set up on both Facebook and and Instagram, sorry, Facebook and YouTube, and we will preview the 2020 Major League Baseball postseason. And only one of us will be upset. I think we all know why. As always, the audio of this will be found on uh, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, uh, Radio Public. As always, as you can see here, as I got a like on Facebook and I got somebody watching on YouTube, thank you very much. Uh, Big Rig can be found on all those podcast spots. We can be found on, as a member of the TimeSkew Podcast Network on TimeSkew.com. Big Rig on Sports on YouTube, thank you to, for watching. Big Rig on Sports on Facebook, thanks for tuning in. Big Rig on Sports on Instagram, and of course, at Big Rig on Sport on Twitter. I will come back at you guys tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern live to preview the 2020 MLB postseason. The greatest month of the year is coming. Go dogs.